Happy Monday. Oh, Happy boy. Monday. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> it's time to get things rolling, isn't it? Um, we are looking at a little bit of rain here. Actually, some unsettled weather pretty much for the whole week. First day of spring. And what a great way to have it come in with a little bit of... I got snow at the house. Gosh dang. It was weird to wake up and get a little bit of snow. It was just a skiffage, but enough to sort of make me uh, sick to my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is going to be... We have three storms is what they're calling it. Today's storm, which will be on and off, 90% chance, will break up a little bit and uh, clear up uh, kind of. I mean, partly cloudy tonight. Um, and for tomorrow, and then again, storm number two is what they're calling it coming through on Tuesday night into Wednesday and most of Wednesday. And then another one there towards, uh, Friday into uh, Saturday, Thursday, Thursday, excuse me, into Friday and even lingering into some Saturday. So with the temperatures, uh, we are not even going to reach our normal high this time of year, which is 57 degrees. And by Saturday, listen to this, as we get closer to the weekend, I know it's kind of weird to be talking about the weekend already. No, here, but it's okay. fantastic. <laughs> but our high on Saturday expected to only hit about 39 degrees because we're um, going to be clearing up after all of these several storms throughout this week. And that's almost 20 degrees below normal for this time of year. So one day, one day we'll finally actually, it'll feel like spring uh, but I'm sure that will be on its way shortly. So happy Monday, everybody. It's uh, Right now it's 38 and cloudy downtown. Everybody wake up. Everybody wake up. Everybody wake up. Wake up. Everybody wake up. Wake up. Open your eyes. Jump out of bed. Open your eyes. Jump out of bed. If you're on the bottom bunk, don't bump your head. <laughs> Everybody wake up! Wake up! Everybody wake up! Wake up! Find your shoes! Find your sock! Find your shoes! Find your other sock! Don't hit the snooze on your alarm clock! Oh my gosh, I love that song. It just says everything about me. Dave, you sure do look pretty today. <laughs> well, I can't see you though from, I know. The, uh, from, from the waist up. I know. I have to move every once in a while. <laughs> no. So, because I, I look like the sneaking bush. Yes, I was just going to say that. Yes. <laughs> Bet you've heard that more than once. <laughs> oh, my gosh. A little bit of camouflage this morning. I kind of, I, I, I did a little visiting of the International Sportsman's Expo over the weekend. And so, I mean, it was just uh, kind of got me in the mood for camel. I don't know why. Morning. Happy Monday. Y'all look good. I'm looking at you through, it's kind of weird, but y'all look good. Just take my word for it. Y'all look good. Dave's got the uh, romper room looking glass out. I do. And looking at everybody. Romper, bumper, stomper, boo. Tell me, tell me what tell you me do. do. Tell me, do. Is that, is that what it is? <laughs> tell me what you do. Anyway, uh, good morning. It is March 20th, first day of spring. It's also... How about this? International Day of Happiness. You happy? Are you happy? Are you happy? Why do you ask? Why do you ask? Well, it happens to be International Day of Happiness. If you're happy and you know it, then your face will surely show it. Right? If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. It's International Day of Happiness. And if you're happy, I'm happy for you. It's showtime, baby. Oh, man. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, stomp your feet. 
Now, it's not spring yet until 3.24 p.m. this I know, afternoon. I know. So we have to wait a little bit. I know. Well, can't we celebrate a little? welcome in spring. Yeah, we're yeah. excited. It's kind of spring eve today, this morning. Yeah. Uh, now, however, it may not even, uh, you know, because storm number one here is waiting till the first day of spring, and then it'll clear out by later on this afternoon. How's that? Perfect. Um, then, that, then you can totally uh, celebrate. So the first uh, day of spring, International Astrology Day as well. The Great American Meetout, not Smoke Out. This is the Great American Meetout. Uh, now, I don't know if that is like getting uh, not doing any meat, because like when we talk about the Great American Smoke Out, that means hey, uh, everybody stop smoking, uh, quit smoking. But yeah. The, it's yeah, so uh, get meat out of your diet, I guess. It's a holiday that seeks to sensitize Americans and global citizens to the health and environmental benefits of depending on other sources of food than farm animals. So it is. Mm. It's a don't eat kind of a don't eat meat day today. Well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, I but guess who you... the guess who the advertiser is on this little uh, Google that I looked up? Yeah. Arby's. <laughs> we have the meats. <laughs> <laughs> but the, it's a great meat out it's a great american meat out uh i i did a fair amount of eating uh of meat over the weekend so i did my job and then i guess i could maybe try to go one day without national ravioli day yeah there's a lot of crap going on today I, you don't have to take notes but i mean it's earth day it's proposal day yeah maybe watch the proposal or propose uh, on the first day of spring it is extraterrestrial abduction day so if you've ever been wanting to be abducted by an alien <laughs> today would be your day or watch et yeah uh, and then of course uh we uh, talked about um the international day of happiness there uh and world sparrow day that doesn't mean jack sparrow uh i mean i guess it could but it's um world sparrow day which I guess what we celebrate the 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 uh, the bird says it's the a, sparrow. Yeah, I always celebrate the bird. <laughs> uh, it's a day to raise awareness of the protection of sparrows. We're particularly excited about this holiday because we just can't resist the cuteness of these little birds, Aww. and uh, we know you're excited to join us too. A sparrow uh, symbolizes <laughs> joy, community, teamwork, protection, simplicity, hard work, and self worth. Now I got the bird over the weekend. You did? Yeah, it was a little sparrow, uh, but it was. It, it, this was the craziest thing. Had a uh, Lexus SUV in front of me. Okay. Have you changed from Audi to Lexus then? Well, I yeah. Over the weekend, okay. that changed my mind. All right. Um, we were in the left-hand turning lane. Okay. Green, green arrow. Okay. I'm with um, you so far. Okay. There's only one car ahead of me at the at the light. It, it's, it's this white Lexus uh, SUV. And um, so I'm sitting there, okay, I'm being patient. I thought, don't toot your horn, it'll be fine. They'll they'll catch on. Green arrow, nothing. Green arrow, nothing. Finally, I toot my horn, I little beat my do do my little beep horn, and I'll be danged if this uh, this I don't even want to call her a lady. It was a young a younger girl. She uh, looked in her uh, side mirror, and uh, very explicitly told me to f off, and gave me the finger. The sparrow Why? gave me the sparrow, and then just as she decides now at this point because I she was too busy down on her phone, 
then she, as soon as she decides to go through it, turns yellow. Turns yellow. <laughs> Knew it. <laughs> uh, uh, and so I, I was already kind of out in the intersection, or, uh, I mean, behind her, and so I just followed her through. So I made it through, uh, you know, when it was orange or pink. What What's the color between yellow and orange. red? <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> so... I fall and, and it was kind of funny because uh, now I wasn't in the Z one hundred four truck. I was in another vehicle. Good. Well, I don't know why that. I didn't do anything. That's I know, just it. But, well, that's true. I haven't done anything, and uh, so then I, uh, I very closely followed her around the corner, followed her into the oh, you're parking. You're doing the Chevy Chase. Uh. Uh. What do you mean? You know the, how the movie opens. They're following really close, and then he's following really close, and then oh, he goes under the oh, log right. truck. And... Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> eat, my, oh, yeah no. eat my rubber. <laughs> no. <laughs> so anyway, I was following, uh, and I just kind of turned into the parking. Well, it just so happens, and, and it freaked her out at this point, because you can tell she's like probably just a high school person. And um, and so I, it just so happens that everywhere she went, I I was going the same way. Because that was exactly where I was going. I was going to this business that was inside this strip mall area. And everywhere she turned, I turned. And she was like freaking out by this time, you know. And then when I finally got to the business, I pulled into the uh, my slot. and But it was kind of fun just to see, sort of see her. Strike that sheer, terror in her heart. Yes, that sheer terror. Because she knows uh, that she was fully in the wrong. I mean, I don't know. Why do I get the good afternoon, the F off good afternoon with a, a bird? <laughs> because because she was the one that fell asleep. Because the... sometimes people like to blame other everybody but themselves, <laughs> yeah. other people. Yeah, Everything was... is somebody else's fault. Yes. And yeah, that was. Ladies or guys, uh, you want to go see Magic Mike live in Las Vegas? Ch- Channing Tatum's produced. Uh, a show called Magic Mike Live. It's at the Sahara, and we'll give you two tickets and two nights at the Sahara, Las Vegas. Just go to the website, Z104Country.com, and enter to win that giveaway. Enter every day and share across your socials to increase your chances of winning. Just looking through my text. I looking thought you were looking my, at your calendar to no, see if I'm you could go through, to Magic Mike. No, I'm looking through my text here. I'll be danged if uh, my wife finally is listening to us. <laughs> if you get if you get somebody uh that uh, enters off of that contest uh by the name of linda then you'll linda know Gunderson. who it is right yeah anyway uh a couple of just uh we appreciate you hanging out here with us coming up we're gonna this is something that you're not gonna want to miss how to remove a band-aid without any pain oh what you don't just rip it off nope if there's anything that we can uh, pass along to you on this day, this first day of spring, it's how to rip a Band-Aid off without any pain. Coming up. Cole Swindell on the Z. Morning. How y'all doing? Good to have you hanging out here with us. The first day of uh, spring, officially, uh, March 20th. So that means basically uh, that you have uh, you're realizing now that that polo shirt that you slipped on uh, that you haven't worn since last summer doesn't, doesn't fit, fit anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's smug. So it's, I've got some of those. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I don't know what it is, but why do our clothes shrink in the closet? I know. I don't get. I don't get it. it. Has nothing to do with our changing bodies, does it? 
Uh, it is our annual reminder as we do hit the first day of spring that you have exactly three months to get in shape because it is uh, June when we hit the first day of summer officially. Okay, you got that song figured out? You know what it is? We're going to play it in its entirety here in just a second. Only in America, Brooks and Deb. Yeah, go ahead. Good job. Way to go. Morning, Z104. What's your name? Anthony from Leighton. Good morning, Dave and Deb. Hey, good morning. You got rain up there yet? Oh, we have a little bit of drizzle. We do, but it's clear right now. That is well, cool. it's how, spring. Happy how, first day of spring. Yeah. Yes. Happy how was your, first day of spring. Thank you. And uh, how was your weekend? How was your St. Paddy's Day celebration on Friday night? Uh, it was really good. We uh, we opted to celebrate on Saturday by smoking some ribs. Oh, oh yeah. Perfect. And today is the Great American Meat Out. Uh, do you think you could go a whole day without meat? Um. I think I can. I don't know if my wife can. <laughs> oh, she's a real carnivore, huh? <laughs> yes, she is. I mean, I guess we. it's one of those things where we could probably do without just about anything for a day or two. I guess. I mean, I mean. It's, just, it's all about control, but sometimes I don't have any. I know. Same here, especially when it comes to moving furniture. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Anthony, That's what the weekend's for, Dave. <laughs> I know. Hey, do you guys have a regular time on the weekend that you oh move furniture? Because, <laughs> I mean, so, um, think about it. Is it Saturday mornings? Didn't we figure out that most people... I think we figured out yours was. <laughs> <laughs> well, Don't. Saturday mornings is like clockwork for us, too. Okay, see? <laughs> I think it's a good... I think it's... I would find that I think a lot of people are moving furniture on Saturday mornings. Well, and, and, and sometimes Sunday afternoon after church is a good time. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, Afternoon delight. Sometimes even, uh, you know, even before, even during church, you know, it's, it's always fun to go home and check on the pot roast. Make, make sure that it's not boiling over and then you can head back. Anyway, Anthony, thanks so much for tuning in to us, buddy. Uh, happy Monday to you. And it's all yours for the uh, pledge. Oh, thank you. And you guys are an absolute hoot. I love you both. Uh, you're oh, we love so you nice. back. Thanks for calling in and doing the pledge for us. No problem. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
a singer in a band They just might go back to Oklahoma And talk about the stars they could have been Only in America, Brooks and Dunn and Anthony helping us out with the Pledge of Allegiance up there uh, from the Leighton area, isn't he? Didn't he say yeah. Leighton? Yep. So, so nice. Uh, such a great guy. And uh, as all of our listener uh, is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, y'all are great. So only in America. Now, if we look at America, if you were to just guess right off the top of your head, would you uh, what what state would you say is the most polite, and uh, which state is the least polite? I, I already read this, so I know. Yeah. But I would I would have picked something out west. I think it doesn't surprise me so much about the least. Uh, however, there were two that I had in mind before delving into this. For most polite, who did you for think? least polite? Oh, least polite. One was on the West Coast, one's on the East Coast. Yes, New York and California. Absolutely. <laughs> and I can't even speak for people from New York because I've never even been there. I haven't either. You just hear rumors and then you uh, carry out the stereotype. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. so rude. Yeah, it's kind of like the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, a lot of people talk about Southern hospitality. There's a report out on the most polite states in the U.S., and it highlights a totally different part of the country. Now, the report analyzed Google searches, including polite terms like please, thanks, excuse me, beg your pardon, cheers, friendly, sir, and thoughtful. In the end, Montana was named as our most polite state, with more than 270,000 searches per 100,000 residents containing polite terms. I can kind of see that. When you go through those some of those terms... I can kind of see the old uh, the old Montana people, maybe. Yeah. The, uh, now, Vermont was train second. Train station was not in there. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> the Yellowstone train station was not in there. Vermont was second, uh, then followed by Alabama, Minnesota, Delaware, Wyoming, Arkansas. We're in, we're in the top ten, people. Utah. <laughs> yep, there most, it is. How many? One, two, three, four, five, six. One. Seventh most, most, most polite state. <laughs> most polite with, state. With, with, uh, morning, <laughs> with the only morning show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then, at, right after, we even beat out Hawaii. Uh, and then, Idaho. On the other end? 
People in California might need a little help with their manners. <laughs> it's a much bigger population, but they had only 10 searches per 100,000 residents containing polite terms. Wow. That's a big, big difference compared to the 270,000 searches. Now, uh, Kansas was second, followed by Illinois, Louisiana, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Oregon, Massachusetts, Florida, and West Virginia. Uh, now, you you had a child spend some time in Pennsylvania. Did mm-hmm. he say they were rude? Uh, no, he loved it there. He met a lot of nice people. He loved it there. Hmm. Uh, and, may, and I probably shouldn't say rude, polite, at least polite. Again, these were all... Well, it's kind of a weird survey to to uh, judge a state by... I mean, I realize they, they say, this is how we did it. Yeah. And so they come right out front and say, we just search for polite terms. And the most polite term searches yeah. are from Montana. Yeah, so really, basically, this whole thing is screwed up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We've been to New York two times. Honestly, we expected rudeness. We're completely surprised by the nice, kind, and friendly people. Lori Apple. Uh, There's there's a term, Minnesota nice, for a reason. Katie Peppy. (laughs) 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 All right. Sounds like it. Uh, Now, Oregon. What about Oregon? They made the least... Uh, list as well yeah i don't know why uh i think they can have a reputation for being uh outspoken and speaking their mind and so maybe that carries over into their google searches yeah and we heard a lot of uh during rona we heard a lot of stuff you know vaccinations a lot of stuff came from oregon a lot of people taking a you know stuff like that not sure why I got a little bit on a vaccination kick this morning. I'm not sure. I'm not either, yeah. but stop it. But I got to get my booster. <laughs> oh, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's fine. Then maybe that's why. Uh, Angel Gerber says we go to Oregon all the time and the people are amazing. And I just got a text. Uh, let's see. Traffic, Highway 40 and 80, uh, low visibility, high dense fog, and snowy roads. Woo. Ooh. Thank Old you. man winter. Yeah. Gotta love it. Well, How, it's spring, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Old man winter. Let's stop this whole thing. <laughs> we're not supposed to have winter right now. I know. Well, we're getting close. And a lot of, uh, and this is kind of how we like it, right? At least we are moving into that phase of spring where it's mainly rain in the valley and snow in the mountains. How, uh, you know, unless you, of course, you live in the mountains and then you're. You're still you're still hating it. Ding dong, winter's gone. Hey, Frosties, say so long. I'm so glad the freaking winter's gone. Well, it's the first official day of spring, but I don't believe winter is gone for good. We'll see that hanging around at least for this week. We'll be back here in just a little bit. ZB on the Z. Zach Bryan and something in the orange. Um, Think about this question here just a little bit, okay? How old were you when you finally felt like an adult? Uh, (laughs) I've told told you that story when I was 
Remember, I was in my red and white striped sweatshirt on my Stingray bike, and I thought, man, when I'm 30, I'm going to know everything. <laughs> Everything's going to be smooth and uh-huh. explained, and I'm going to know exactly, I'm going to be exactly where I want to be in life. Right. <laughs> nope. And? I don't think <laughs> nope. either one of us, can I safely say that I don't think either one of us still know where the crap we are in life? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you can say that. Is that, is that safe to say? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll talk about that coming up along with Band-Aid Talk, which is always fun, right? And um, then also, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about spring, since it is first day of spring. Some of the things that go along with it, even though we do have some weather in the forecast this week. But it's kind of like spring. I think it's it's not and that unusual with what we're getting. It's just that it's at the at the uh, tail end, kind of, of uh, a pretty long winter, what we think, you know? Yeah. I was discussing with somebody over the weekend that, um, you know, back in the day. <laughs> back in my day. <laughs> back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we would have a winter like this and we wouldn't give it a second thought. That's if how you it think used about to it. be. Yeah. And now when we get these winters, like, oh, my gosh, this has been a long, hard, cold wind yep. stove, you know? Yep. And uh, it it's just it's weird how we get accustomed to sometimes when we've had a few of these pretty mild winters where we only have maybe a, a month in there where we get, you know, a decent amount of uh, snow and cold, and then it kind of moves on. Anyway, it's just weird how your perspective uh, changes as, as you get to be closer to 100 years old. progress through the decades (laughs) big bracket busters over the weekend 16 seed teams upsetting number one purdue it's crazy uh i think it's what is it fairly north uh, fairly dickinson is what it was uh my gosh in the uh but now we're down to uh, 16. Bracket Buster. Missouri's got not a lot of time left. The number 15 seed, the Princeton Tigers. It's never been sweeter than right now. The largest margin of victory by a 15 seed. Bracket Buster. Kansas, they have not lost a game all year when they have led it to half. Arkansas gets it in. They get it to block the top six. Sweet 16, and they knock off the defending national champions. Bracket Buster. Purdue down by four. The lob, and that will do it. FDU believe it for just the second time ever. A 16 beats a one. FDU sends Purdue packing. How many times have you heard of uh, somebody saying, just rip the Band-Aid off uh, quick and and you'll feel no pain instead of just slowly pulling that Band-Aid off? And then you rip it off and then you say, hey, I hope you're happy now. It is one of those things where have you tried it both ways, where you've tried pulling something off slowly or just ripping a Band-Aid off? Yeah, well... Uh, some guy on TikTok posted a Band-Aid trick that's supposed to let you remove a Band-Aid with zero pain. Now, uh, they, you know how you pull off those little things off the wall? 
Yeah, the command the strips. The little command strips. Uh, that's actually how they're saying to do it. See, I thought I always thought it was pull it away from what, the way you're pulling it off. So if you peel off the Band-Aid and then you rip it the opposite, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you were to pull it the same direction like you were pulling stuff off the wall uh, when you uh, use those command strips. And so that's how they say that this uh, takes care of the pain. Uh, sticky th- command strips are sticky things people use to hang stuff. Their big selling point is they don't leave a mark on your wall when you take them off. And remove to remove them, like Dave said, you pull a tab at one end of the strip so it slowly stretches its way off. It, which, by the way, have you ever done those? They're kind of fun to yeah, watch, cool. actually. Yeah. I've also had the command strips that don't hold worth crap either. You know, <laughs> and I don't know if I did it wrong or what, but you know, I mean, you put them up there. And have you ever noticed? Uh, I had some command strip uh, things, uh, picture framing crap or whatever. It, they were in one of my junk drawers, uh, and I went to get them. Now they were about I don't know two three years old. They don't ha- they don't work. They don't they lose their sticky. They have a shelf life. They have a shelf life. Unbelievable. I went to pull these things out and I peeled off the things and there's like, there's nothing. No sticky. Uh, They actually, I guess, have a shelf life. So just be aware of that because they weren't working. Now, the Band-Aid hack works the same way. Uh, What you do is you get one end up just a little bit like we were talking about, just enough to uh, grip on it. And then instead of pulling it away from your skin, you pull along your skin so it kind of stretches it. A bunch of people tried it online and claim it works. Uh, the people that put out the survey said, we tried it on a hairy arm, and it seemed to work pretty well. Mm. So there you go. Yeah. Don't yank it off. Stretch it off. <laughs> That's what she said. There you have Bailey Zimmerman on Utah's number one country station, Z104, and rocking a hard place. You seem happy. Why wouldn't I be happy? I don't know. It was a beautiful morning. The sun is shining, birds are singing. There's a spring in my slippers. You know why I'm happy? The first day of spring. Spring, of course. Huh? You know spring. And let's not forget pollen. The pollen? You know, there's a lot of pollen in the air this time of year. That's right. <laughs> a lot of pollen. Okay, blow your nose. Because it's so tired. Happy first day of spring, March 20th, 2023. And here's how to get free ice cream. <laughs> That's just just what we wanted on the first day of spring, right? Uh, that's what we that now look. We're hoping that temperatures uh, start to get up here a little bit, and they will, as as always. Recent poll found that spring is our favorite season, but it's close. Thirty percent said spring, twenty nine percent said fall. Now you know which one I edge towards. I love fall. Fall, but then spring, very close second uh, for me. So I will uh, now. Twenty eight percent said summer, and that's my uh, that's kind of almost probably my least favorite. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm spring and then summer and then fall. Ten percent of us like winter the best. Uh, Where you live has a lot to do with it. People up north are less likely to say spring is their favorite. The states that like it the most are South Carolina, Arizona, Arkansas. Louisiana and Oklahoma. Now here's something that everybody uh for everybody though, the first day of spring means it's free cone day at Dairy Queen. You can walk in, get a free small vanilla uh soft serve today. No purchase necessary. Oh. It's how sweet is that? That is very And they're not nice. even attaching it to an app. Normally no. you have to kind of just say hey, give sign me my, up. my free cone. Yeah. Uh, ben and Jerry's also doing a free cone day for the first time in four years, but you'll have to wait a couple more weeks for that one. 
Uh, ben and Jerry's free cone day is April 3rd. Snow's melted, the birds are back, flowers are in full bloom, and that can only mean one thing. Uh, treat season. season. There it is. Is on the way for you. So a couple of things for you that uh, you can go in and get. I know that it, I mean, it'll probably be, what is it only going to get up into the, however, I went outside yesterday again, and I, and I know that seems weird. It sounds like I'm <laughs> <laughs> sounds like I stayed inside. I went out of the house I was, yesterday. <laughs> but uh, when I went out of you know just during the weekend, man, it felt good yesterday. Yeah, it did. Like I was just, it was one of those that really it gave me a hint of spring fever because it really just. And I looked at the temperature; it was forty eight degrees at the time, and I thought, "Wow, that's cold on a bike." Yeah, but I, I mean, I know people have been riding all winter, and I'm a wimp. But it was cold yesterday. But then when I got home and I let the dogs run in the yard, uh, it felt so felt good. Good, doesn't yeah. it? Right. It's kind of like when you're out in the ocean or in a pool that's cold, and you kind of get used to it a little bit, or it's cold. And then, then when you get out, you're like, huh, "This is actually warmer." Uh, somebody outside just said, "I just got done shoveling four inches of snow." Every oh. time Dave says spring, it makes me say bad words in my head. Okay, so uh, where are you at? They are in Emory County. Okay, over the mountain. Apparently getting some snow. All right. Uh, now, how old uh, did you hit? What was that magical age that you hit when you're like, oh, man, I feel old? Well, when I was a kid, I thought I'd be an adult by 30. I thought that when I hit, now, a lot of people said, how do you feel when you hit 30? Do you feel, you know, and I didn't at all. 30 was not a problem to me. 40 is when I thought, okay, that really is kind of the, you get joked about the over the hill yeah, of um, the uh, 40 mark. Somebody asked 1,000 millennials and Gen Zers between the ages of 18 and 42, 57% said they still don't have a handle on the whole adulting thing. 80% of Gen Zers said that and 50% of millennials. Now, it isn't so much of an age thing on this, on how old you feel. It's actually when, what was the age that you feel like you had to do the adulting thing? I mean, there are some kids, you know, I hear these stories that some kids got booted out of the house literally at 18 years old or or even younger sometimes, which is kind of sad. And you hear, which is unfortunate, you know, and they're in certain circumstances. And, man, you they have to grow up early. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so they uh, actually found out that all of these different things – Saving for retirement. Saving for a home, finding a job, managing money, and figuring out relationships. Looked at some of the specific skills that adults under 40 still don't have. Car stuff. Uh, When asked, they said 63% of us couldn't change our own oil if we had to. 48% of us couldn't change a tire. And 42% couldn't jumpstart a car. Uh, Just YouTube it. (laughs) <laughs> you can do anything. I have fixed my Jeep so many times yeah. with YouTube. Yeah. It's pretty slick. I have to say there. Oh, wait a minute. I'll tell you what. Ratchet straps. Every time I use my ratchet straps, I have to YouTube how the hell to thread them. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. Every time. Yeah. They are so. I just have a mental block about ratchet straps. And I know this seems silly, too, but I had to YouTube. It was a couple of years ago, and I YouTubed uh, how to install the certain uh, disposal. Okay. There was a disposal, and you would think it's just, okay, undo a couple of bolts, put it in. Yeah. 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 You know, but I, I YouTubed it just to kind of make sure that I was doing it the right way, uh, so to speak. But when it comes to a car, it's it's not so much 
it's trying to find the crap now. On the on was I don't even attempt it on some of the newer stuff. I could still change the oil if I needed to on like the Titan or the because you can Escape. barely get your finger in there to work on. Right, it's, everything's jam packed tight with all the circuits and computers and, and and the new ones don't even have a way of doing it. Really, they say that it's like this. Well, it's a sealed transmission or it's a sealed this. You don't even have a way to um, really even. Check, remember check remember when we could actually sit inside the hood and work on stuff? Well, those were the good old days. It was kind of cool, though. You had all that space in there, and now Seriously, it's all taken up. Seriously, you could take up. a nap under the hood. Yeah, it was pretty cool. All right, so they also say uh, here on the list, uh, tying a tie, 46% of people had never tied a tie. Uh, it made actually the top five for women and men. Okay, sewing up a hole. Uh, I just did this yesterday on a coat. Uh, 41% wouldn't know where to start to sew up a hole in a piece of clothing. All right. Changing a diaper. 32% can't even do it. Changing a diaper. Wow. Uh, I would, I would imagine that, uh, uh, maybe not. I, I, I don't know. I just watched 90 Day Fiance the other way last night and... Old Sherlon from the Bahamas was a baby daddy and he didn't have any idea how to no do it. No way. Nope. No, no idea how to how? do it. Isn't it? I mean, not a clue. He didn't know what the front or the back. Are of the you kidding was. me? No. Wow. I mean, it just seems to me like that would be a no-brainer. <laughs> Filing your taxes. Twenty-two percent of us don't know how it works. Um, all right, I did that for a while. I do have to admit that I just let somebody else uh, deal with it. Over the last five or six I mean, years, I've done it myself. If you have a really complicated portfolio, it's probably better to have somebody else that knows what they're doing. But for somebody like me, where it's just Bring home the check, spend it. Bring home yeah. the check, spend it. No, nothing fancy. Right. Uh, you know, no rental properties. No, uh, you know, not playing the stock market. No m- CDs yeah. or money markets or anyway, TurboTax. Yeah. Super. We just walks you through it. I uh, I do. I have uh, a couple of ten ninety nines and stuff that come through, and so I. Oh yeah, it, from it, your it business. Does. <laughs> From your so DJ does, business. So it does complicate it a little bit. But I'm sure I'm not doing it right because every gosh dang year, uh, Deb gets $9,000 back and I, <laughs> I and I owe like $9,000. It's so weird. But I probably... I remember one year, though, where we owed $13,000. Isn't that crazy? Unbelievable. Ouch. Yeah, that's dumb. That's what happens when you make all that money. Well, that was a long time ago and I wasn't making anything, so... All right, and then here's the next one, using a grill to barbecue. Okay, I've had to call you a few times, David. How do I cook this? How long? What temperature? And you're it's always okay. really good to help me. The man. I know. The I, man to, will be there I hate for it when you. I have to call the man, but sometimes I, know I you do. do. But it kind of makes me feel good well, in a sense because I, I think, c- you know what? Maybe she does have just a smidge need of, uh, you know. Once in a while. Every once in a just while. Just for your grilling knowledge. Um, uh, ironing something. Twelve percent of us can't iron, which that's super easy to iron. But that's like maybe saying just changing don't know a baby. Uh, where to get started? Yeah, it would be like changing a baby's uh, diaper. You'd think you'd know how to do that. I mean, it's right there. A third of us also said planning out meals is one of the hardest parts of growing up. I mean, it's not hard. It's just a pain in the butt. Yeah. It just gets boring and old and a drag. You know what I'm trying this week? Did I already tell you this? I'm trying yeah. some meal prep stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what I'm was just, the last meal you had from your meal prep? Uh, Sunday, and I I saved it for yesterday. It's called Sunday Bolognese or something. Bolognese, Bolognese, Bolognese. It's like it's got 
it, there's a kind of a pasta with some kind of a meat sauce on it. I don't oh, know why yeah. they call it Sunday Bola Nanny's Sunday Bolognese or something. Wow. Anyway, was it, it was pretty good. Uh, I do have to say, I mean, there's no way I could afford to keep going with it. I mean, I tried. I'm just trying it out just to kind of uh, to see. Uh, however, I do uh, I do have to throw out just a little bit here, okay? Um, I lost five pounds last week. Good for you. Uh, doing the intermittent fasting and just then doing, a week? The, doing the doing the meal prep, and then wow. I stepped up my workouts a little bit more often. And uh, so, anyway, well, I think they came over here. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't. I think they switched over the other microphone. And I still have 140 to go, but <laughs> whatever. It's uh, uh, 46% of people 42 and under have had ramen in the past month. I'm trying to think, I don't think I have, but I love ramen, and it's super easy. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. A couple of things for you. How old were you when you actually felt like you were adulting? I think um, a lot of times when you buy your own milestones, when you buy your own home. Yeah. M- big milestone. You kind of feel like, oh, crap. Or when you're out, uh, you're just doing your own rent, paying your own car insurance, paying your own car payment, paying your own utilities. It's a big eye opener for adulting. Uh, we had an activity at school where the students were supposed to be learning how to be an adult. One student said to me, I don't like being an adult. I don't know how you guys do it every day. <laughs> and it seems like all our whole growing up years were like, oh, man, I can't wait until I'm an adult. Man, I can't wait until I have my own car. I can't wait. And and then when you do, you're like, well, isn't this, this so isn't nice as fun thing. as I thought. Yeah. Michelle Stansfield says, does it count when I was raising my kids as an adult and then after my divorce... And my kids were raised. I became a child again. I like that. Sometimes. Sow your wild oats. Yeah. Especially if you had to start adulting early on in your life and you didn't have a chance to To sow sow your oats oats early. Yeah. Maybe you got married when you were 18 or 19 and raised kids. And Wow. Yeah. And now you're off flashing your chestal area. (laughs) <laughs> on the corner for some beads or something. Oh my God. Eliza says, I'm 31. I still can't change my own tire or oil. However, a rule I made for myself when I got my first vehicle was to always have a close friend who can work cars effectively. I followed that really well as my fiance is an auto mechanic. Mm. He wasn't always my close car friend, but he has been for the last seven years. <laughs> yeah. I only love you for your car right, knowledge. For, for your wrench. <laughs> yes. Thanks for being my close car friend. And by the way, can you bring your crescent wrench? <laughs> in Georgia. KB, Kane Brown, bury me in Georgia. His latest right here on the Z. We're going to be talking about the latest things that are good for kids' development. You'll want to stick around for that because uh, Deb and I are uh, experts in parenting. <laughs> so. Yeah. Just ask our kids. <laughs> She's an expert in the traffic field, and we're happy to have her on board, and let's do it again. Just kidding. <laughs> just to, Man, that song was my earworm yesterday. In there. Oh, my gosh. I was listening to the album while I was riding my bike, and then I got home, and I'm like, last night we let the liquor talk. Well, guess what? <laughs> I just kept walking around with that one line. And that's it? You just yes. kept singing? I know. Yes. It's just, isn't that the worst about uh, earworms? Yeah, It just seems like you just get one part stuck in your head, and it's over and over and over again. Well, it's no wonder, because guess what? For the first time uh, in a long, long time, Hot 100, Morgan Wallen has all 36 of his songs 
uh, from that on the in the hot 100. The old record was Drake with a measly 27. Uh, Morgan's album One Thing at a Time came out this month. All 36 songs are now on the Hot 100. That's a new record. Um, Morgan has nine more than Drake's record of 27 in 2018. Only happens when a huge artist puts out a huge album, huge as in a ton of songs. Wait, uh, you mean Taylor Swift fits in that category? Yeah. yeah. She had 26 in the Hot 100 after her 26-track version of Fearless came out a couple of years ago. So if her next album uh, somehow had 37 songs on it, Morgan's new record might fall. Now, that's not taking anything away from how popular he is, though. Half of the top 10 songs right now are Morgan's. Uh, Last Night is number one. Which is the one you sang over and <laughs> over and over again. Thought You Should Know is number seven. You Proof is number eight. Thinking About Me is nine. And number 10 is the title track, One Thing at a Time. Wow. Amazing stuff. Of course, he did it with Dangerous. You know, it broke a lot of records with his album uh, Dangerous, which had, what was it, 26 on it, if I'm not mistaken? Was it 26 cuts on Dangerous? It was some crazy. Was it? 20 something. Uh... I'm trying to remember, but it was uh, it was 20 something. And I'm like, wow. That's, uh, that's, that's killer. Anyway, Morgan's uh, new album, One Thing at a Time. Killing it. It has Last night. 30 tracks. 30, let, 30 tracks. The Dangerous did? Yeah. So um, maybe if you have someone around the house that is singing a hook over and over and over again and you want to tell them to, uh, to F off. <laughs> 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 or, in other words, a nice way to say it from the movie Spirited. Good afternoon. Yes. Good afternoon. Top six polite ways to tell somebody, good afternoon. Like, let's play the silent game for the rest of our lives. All all good things must come to an end, and so should you. Uh, I'd love to resume this conversation at a later time with a different person. Uh, Let's agree to disagree, and by disagree, I mean, like, let's never talk again. I'm so glad I met you because now I have a new reference for hell. Uh, and then this one here, uh, look who dropped by to say hello, my middle finger. And that does lead me to my perfect tie-in of how I got that over the weekend. Uh, again, at no fault of mine, I got the middle finger and I got an F off uh, from a driver that was sitting there at the green arrow light that never moved. I beat my horn, and uh, and so finally I, just, I finally beat my horn. And I looked up and there was like, F off. And I got the middle finger and I'm going, you're the one that sat there for 10 seconds before uh, the light turned yellow. And it feels like an hour, but it was really probably 10 seconds. Yeah, probably at the most. you gave her a good scare by tailing her uh, because you were going to the exact same place she was. Yes. And so it appeared like I was... She's uh, like, maybe I'm not all that. This guy's coming after me. (laughs) And then I finally peeled off into my spot i actually got great satisfaction out of that myself uh really it was kind of fun especially when i wasn't really my fault i think a lot of people do stuff just out of awkwardness don't you you know it's just one of those things where you mean she was embarrassed so she blamed somebody else exactly yeah you know it's kind of like oh uh if that's my fault i'm you know but but that's that's how uh stupid our some of our youth are and it was a younger (laughs) 
making friends with one listener group at a time. Now, Deb, that's why I said some. That's why I said some. Now, adults will do this as well. I'm not trying to excuse it, but but usually when you are sitting there, at least if somebody beat my horn, I'd wave my hand, kind of like, oh, crap, sorry. Oh, my yeah. bad. Sorry. I'm out. Sorry. I was looking down on my phone. I shouldn't have, yada, yada. And then, you know, but man, it was kind of like... Uh, I was being told to F off because I guess the youth can do whatever they want and then uh, we don't have to worry about... I should have never beeped my horn at a youth. KSOPFM and HD1. Salt Lake City, Ogden, Provo. Broadcasting from the end Utah studios. Inspire in Utah. When women thrive, we all thrive. Learn more at nutah.org slash inspire. Call now to win two tickets for Dirk Bentley's tour. 570-5767. 570-5767. All right, while y'all are dialing, let's hit into our uh, shout outs. Morning shout-outs with Dave and Deb, Z104. All right. Now, I got to show a lot of my awkwardness here uh, over the weekend. I had a guy uh, that uh, I went over to the uh, International Sportsman's Expo kind of walking around a couple of different days, and uh, uh, you can kind of tell uh, how exciting my weekend was. <laughs> no, but it was it was okay. But but I went around, and, and uh, of course, uh, shout-out to... Um, Officer Mike Prettyman. Okay. Um, he was there at the front doors, uh, listens to us all the time. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you, first of all, for your service again, uh, Officer Mike, and, and then also for listening to us as well. And then I went to the uh, Bucked Up booth, and there was a guy by the name of George there, and he started to talk to me in, in this accent. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. And, and he goes, yeah, I listen to you guys, and it's so uh, it's awesome. I love you guys. And he go, he go, I go, well, let me do a little shout-out. And he, go, uh, he goes, yeah, do a little shout out and call me, and and uh, people call me King George uh, because oh, wow. now now he's going through his accent and I go, man, what part of Australia are you from? And he goes, it's it's England. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I went, oh crap! I mean, he went on <laughs> on with this big long thing, and I went, oh yeah. And then he goes, yeah, King George, <laughs> and and I went, yeah, I get it. I'm, uh, so yeah, one other one of those awkward moments that I have on a daily basis, uh, multiple times. Uh, Jessica with Bucked Up, uh, shout out to all y'all. Uh, Parker with the climbing wall over there as well. Stacy, shout out to you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, let's see, Bryce Pryor, shout out to my uncle Doug Burton. Uh, shout out to my big guy Benny Pooh. Good luck in EMT school this week, sweetheart. Uh, with a heavy heart, I want to shout out to Gideon Fudim's brother, Sean McVeigh, and their family. Gideon was a faithful listener and tragically lost his life on Saturday morning in a car accident. Oh. Uh, you're in our thoughts and prayers. That's from mm. Jason Haymond. So sorry um, to hear. Yeah. Brian Holmes, shout out to Julie Jackson. I love you and hope you have a great day. Uh, somebody says, when women drive at the light, we all drive. <laughs> when women drive we all drive yes i guess that's true because i couldn't go anywhere until she went somewhere yep shout out to gentry johnson i want to wish him a happy birthday and we have some other birthdays dixie turpin uh kimberly cash simonson ashley rutledge dan thomas tracy mangum francilia broadhead joe bowen william stevens uh peggy lakin and linda lee 
And anybody else that's having a birthday today, shout out to my daughter and Taylor Swift for the best weekend. Lots of our listeners went down to Glendale, Arizona, to Swift City, yes, to see the Taylor Swift show, and it looked amazing. Yeah. I'm super jealous, yeah, and hope you all had a great time. Man, that's morning, the Z. You are caller Z. Who is this? Hello. Hello. What's your name? I'm Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Your caller Z. Are you with us? Yes, I am. All right, Melissa, that means you're just an automatic winner. The first winner of our Dirks Bentley ticket tag because there's not any previous winners. Sweet. What's your last name, Melissa? Atwood. Atwood? Yeah, A-T-W-O-O-D. Melissa Atwood is the name you need to know for 10 a.m. Dirks Bentley Gravel and Gold Tour ticket tag. Melissa, congratulations. We'll see you out at USANA on August 11th, all right? All right, great, thanks. Now, Melissa, we had a little bit of a slow start there at the uh, start of this conversation. (laughs) Uh, What was going on? Uh, It was on my Bluetooth. I was at work. Oh, now give a shout-out to your work now that you're double dipping. (laughs) No. Oh, (laughs) come on. Is it a government job? No. Oh, really? (laughs) Will you you really get in trouble if you said it? No. Well, then go for it. No. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's because you work, you're with another radio station and you listen to us. Nope. All right, well, enough of the guessing. Dave, she's not going to tell you. No, I guess not. When women shut up, we all shut up. Right. All right, well, uh, we appreciate you, uh, Melissa, and thanks so much for tuning in, regardless of where you work and taking us along. Who gives out the most uh, free tickets on the radio? Dave and Deb, Z104. More of those on the way, as uh, Deb was mentioning, at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., 4 p.m., and that's just all a part of our Dirks Bentley Ticket Tag winning week. We were uh, gathered together with a little bit of family uh, over the weekend, and uh, and one of the kids, uh, you know, I told one of the kids, I said, your mom asked me if you kids were spoiled, and I told her, no, I think all the kids uh, mainly smell that way. And I... <laughs> What is it that helps out the development for kids? We'll talk about that coming up, among a couple of other things on the way, like Dump It or Dig It. Yeah, Dump It or Dig It. We have a new song from Cooper Allen. He was here not too long ago and sold out the Outlaw Saloon in Ogden. We'll play his new song. Somebody's going to win tickets to WWE Wrestling uh, Saturday night in the Maverick Center. Nice. Now for Dave and Dab's Dump It or Dig It. Dump It or Dig It brought to you by Baku Bikes and Scooters. Uh, it comes to us from Cooper Allen. Um, he's known for uh, country mashups woven in with hip-hop and pop themes. Uh, he does write songs, though. This is a song that he wrote. Um, he's a pretty talented dude. I is. mean, I'm surprised it's taken him... Uh, uh, does, has he ended up with a label yet? Not or yet. Or am I ahead of myself? Not here? yet. He's selling out venues, but Jeez. hasn't been signed yet. I think people are like, oh, I'm not sure. Wow. I'm not sure if is he is, is he a real artist or. <laughs> uh, but he does put out uh, songs like this one. This one's a pretty serious song. It's about uh, it's stand down. It's like when you get in a big fight. Is this you know? Is it worth it? Is the way you roll up the toothpaste or the toilet paper worth the battle? Uh, worth the battle. 
you know, there are bigger things that we fight about. But uh, that's what the song's about. Uh, let us know. Text us, 801-570-5767. Uh, we'll pick somebody to win uh, two tickets in our ZIP suite to the WWE Road to WrestleMania uh, this Saturday night, 730 in the Maverick Center. Sweet. Now. You can also use that same number to text to call here to the studio as well. But again, of course, please do everything safely uh, as you're uh, voting this morning. Cooper Allen, stand down, dump it or dig it. This a hill that's worth dying on Cause that pillow that you're crying on Should be my shoulder Holding you closer It's a hill that's worth dying on Cause that pillow that you're crying on Should be my shoulder Holding you closer This friendly fire Someone gets hurt Even if I'm right Is it really worth Turning our house Oh, into a battleground I need to walk in Throw my pride out Cooper Allen, Stand Down is the name of the song. It's up for vote this morning on our Dump It or Dig It. What do you think about it? Love those lyrics. I need to walk in and throw out my pride and stand down. Dig it. If you got a pair, swallow your pride. Jason Weiss. 
Uh, Kristen, digging this. My mom has always said, choose the hill you die on carefully. It may or may not be worth it. Yeah. Uh, dig it, Audrey Robertson. Uh, freaking love Cooper Allen, and I love this song. Amy White, great song, dig it. Uh, Monique Chauver, it's okay, it might grow on me. Casey Heyman heard this song on TikTok. He has a great voice. This song's a big dig. Steph Coons, uh, love his voice, love the lyrics, digging it. Uh, absolutely dig it. Really like him. Amanda Burtot, Monique Chauver says okay. Uh, Jana Ogard, definitely dig it. Bonnie Higgins, uh, love it. Dig the shiz out of it. So true. Dig it. Cooper Allen is so good. Love the music he makes. Uh, da- Raylan Dastrup, I dig the song so much. Beautiful. Uh, Andrew, dump it. Stand your ground, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put up with the little woman's shiz. <laughs> This is a great song, great life lesson, dig it, Annie Parkin. I think uh, a lot of the point with this, though, is, and it goes both ways. It goes both ways. But I'm just saying, it. Uh, I think the point is, is that isn't it funny how a lot of us, and I think I can include, I mean, if you've ever been in a relationship, some of the t- things that we fight over, you know, like you look well, back on stupid, it and you go, and they're right. so embarrassing, that, but you don't want to give in. Yeah. I mean, well, it really, in. why did you, why didn't you change out the toilet roll paper? You know, and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Just, I'm just throwing out some little example or something, but it just seems like it's, uh, man, we uh, sometimes argue over the silliest things. And it could be just because y'all both had a bad day and your button heads and then you stop and you go, what the crap are we doing? <laughs> you know, uh, Sarah Brown, dig this song, Melissa Andreasson, dig it. Uh, Kel Basler, dig it. Cooper has several great songs. Jeanette Kendall, dig it. Been listening to it for a while. Love Cooper. Love this song. Rick Davis, definitely dig it. Uh, dig this 1000%. He is awesome. Skyla Canfield says, I'm digging it. Absolutely love this. Heard it on TikTok. Dally Hannon. Uh, Stephanie Christensen, dig it. Uh, somebody says, sorry, dump it. Dig it. Uh, Corey Buckingham. Uh, great song. Dig it from Sheena. It's okay. Dig it from Lucy Baker. Uh, keep it. Bailey Jake says, dig it. Callista says, love it. Dig it. From a program director standpoint, at what point does something like this get to a record label? Like Kane Brown. At what point does it go from a Kane Brown to a record deal? Somebody that's looking for somebody like Cooper just has to see him play and say, we want him. We want you. And, you know, I'm sure he's shopped himself around nashville i'm sure he'll get signed at some point uh, i think he's uh he doesn't he's he's kind of a novelty the way he's kind of grown on tiktok right doing the mashups right and i think uh labels might say i don't know you yeah. know but um you've got people like blanco brown that were kind of doing the same thing where when they come in concert they do right good a point. bunch of covers a bunch of mashups and yeah um and he has a good country, really good country voice, and so it's probably just probably a matter, just a of, matter time. of time that somebody will. But snag he's him broken through, uh, having to shop himself around Nashville to get noticed because he just uses TikTok, yeah. which a lot of them do now, and a lot of them get signed off of TikTok. And are they making? It'd be interesting to know: Are they making more money this way than they would with a record label? You know. Well, I think I think to do a big tour, you have to have. Uh, radio success yeah. and big if you have big radio streaming success somebody's going to sign you and so you'll have radio success um then you'll get the concert revenue yeah yeah uh beautiful we love it uh we should if we should fight and allow one another to be heard and communicate chanda abney elaine bentley dig it love is sound summer andreas and dig it you know i love coop 
Uh, Michelle Adams, dig it. Rachel Anna says dig it. Uh, Beaner says dig it. Uh, Brandy Anderson, love it. Nicole definitely dig. Shelly Schubert, dig it. I'm going to say 90-10. Yeah, did pretty well. We're going to do a little uh, musical scrolling as Deb's scrolling. You'll stop as the music stops, and then that's how we get our winner. Uh, <laughs> did I catch off guard? Well, I to another screen. Oh, okay, I'll do and it so again. so it's just kind of low. There we go. Caleb Smith. There you go. Caleb Smith, you are the winner. I will get these Road to W or WWE Road to WrestleMania tickets to you. Uh, we'll have another Dump It or Dig It tomorrow morning, 820, right here on Z104. Dump It or Dig It brought to you by Baku e-bikes and scooters. Man, tis the season to jump on, get outdoors, have some great fun, whether it's road or off-road. Whether it's sand, mud, snow, we get it all here in Utah, and a Baku e-bike can take you anywhere. Biggest battery on the market. Choose from a full line of Baku e-bikes, including their Kodiak all-wheel drive e-bike. B-A-K-C-O-U dot com. Baku dot com. Megan Maroney in uh, Tennessee Orange. And Tennessee Fan, one of the 36 songs on the Hot 100 chart right now as sort of his reply to Tennessee Orange, Morgan Wallen. Back to Megan Maroney. Except for his song talks about Alabama, but it's kind of the same. Yeah. It's kind of the same premise. Right. And, uh, but he, of course, in his, uh, in one of his songs, uh, which, uh, which one was it that he says, I got her, it's, uh, should, uh, I should have, I should have, uh, oh, I should have thought about you. What's it called? Uh, thought I should have, uh, th- things I thought I uh, should have thought of. Thought you should know. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you should know. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. <laughs> it's the one. It's the one where he's singing and he's going, "Mom, I thought you should know. I got a girl down in uh, Tennessee. She lets me feast whenever I want whenever to. Whenever I want. You will be kind of maybe surprised to know what is. A, we have a list of the highest grossing comedies of all time in the U.S. We'll find out which one made it at uh, number one. Right now. And I would not have picked that one. I wouldn't have either. But good for them. Yeah. Right now we're going to turn it over to a minion. Lee is standing by. (laughs) Our traffic minion. Kind of short. (laughs) Corey Kent, wild as her on Z104. And when she's wild, we all are wild. (laughs) <laughs> when women are List when women thrive dave we all thrive when women drive we all drive <laughs> it is because <laughs> we can't story, go right? anywhere right especially if you guys are looking at your phones at a stoplight <laughs> we, we can't drive unless you drive so drive hey there's a list of the highest grossing uh, comedies of all time here now the uh uh it's a, a movie website called the numbers put together a list of the uh, 100 highest grossing comedies at the uh, domestic box office, and and so we uh, for the next hour we're going to go over that list of one. <laughs> we're going to give you the top ten, okay? Starting at the bottom. All right, Ted. You know where the teddy bear comes to life? 
Yes. Uh, from 2012. Uh, number nine, Mrs. Doubtfire from 1993, $219 oh, million. This is one of my favorites. Beverly Hills Cop from <laughs> yeah. 1984. I love that movie. Man, it was... I, it came on the other day, and I was sitting there, wa- and I watched the whole gosh dang thing again. It was just oh, so, so funny and so good. And uh, Ghostbusters coming in at number seven, 1984, 242 mil. From uh, 2003, Bruce Almighty, 242 million. Here's your top five. The Hangover Part 2. Never watched it. I never watched either one of these, and they are back to back. Did you? Yeah, they're pretty are they, funny. Are they pretty yeah, good? pretty funny. Uh, Hangover Part Two was at two hundred and fifty-four million. Uh, the Hangover from two thousand and nine, the first one, two hundred seventy-seven million was uh, number four. And this one, I just like saying, "Meet the Fockers." <laughs> <laughs> we all like saying it, Dave. Two thousand, two thousand four, two hundred seventy-nine million. Oh my gosh, that was a good movie. Uh, no wonder. Um, Coming in at number two, Home Alone. From 1990, 285 million. Which was the original, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then coming in at number one. Banana. It is the Minions. How about that? The Minions coming in at number one, The Rise of Guru. Now, this was just uh, last year, 2022, 300, nearly, well, let's just call it 370 million, right? I mean, it was uh, amazing. Um, now, you know, it, it was the uh, one of the original Minions. Was it Minions 1 or 2 or something? I, I have never you... seen a Minions movie. Oh, they're pretty funny. I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, that's the one that I went and saw by myself one time. Oh, my Remember? gosh. Yeah. It was that's weird. super weird. It is weird. There's a, there's there's a man a of, in here and there's a bunch by of himself kids. watching the Minions movie. <laughs> you ushers, keep an eye on that guy. <laughs> Eating buttered popcorn. <laughs> I have no idea. My my wife, I think, was just feeling under the weather, and she was like, "Just go and see it." And I'm like, "Okay, I will." And and that was uh, that's my recollection of the minions. Now, Lee has watched the minions as well. I've seen them. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty good, don't you think? They're funny. Yeah, you don't understand them, but you do understand them. It's weird. Yeah, and they just beeping. It's so well, yeah, you do. You kind of almost have to have a translator. <laughs> Sometimes they'll do the little captions, too, just so you can tell what they're saying. But there is definitely, the way it was all written and uh, and produced, uh, definitely some adult humor in there as well. I mean, not risky adult humor. I'm just saying there's... No, no, no. There's just there's Just, just something humor. to keep parents entertained while the kids are... <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, there you go. That's a lot of money, $370 million. I think it was just for the simple fact that... Last year, when we all started hitting the theaters again, uh, that was fun to get out, and that's a, a good that's a good intake. Three hundred and seventy million. Right now, it's thirty nine and rain downtown. <laughs> How's your Son computer, of a. Dave? Son of a. <laughs> Dave, First just hit the space bar. <laughs> okay. Come on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all right, let me try it again here. First day of spring. I said I wish I could go back to the beginning of the season. Spring. And wildflowers are starting to bloom. Spring agenda. But right in between winter and summer, day and night are each 12 hours long. Nice and warm, are we? This is called the vernal equinox. Morgan Wallen, one thing at a time. And man, he's killing it one song at a time. 
Uh, all 36 songs on the Hot 100, and that's one of them right there. Title track to his latest album. Good to have you along here, everybody. Happy Monday. I know those two words, uh, we have a hard time putting those two words together. Happy and Monday. Fight through it. Before you know it, we'll be at the weekend again. Hey, uh, remember Mr. Rogers? Yeah. Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers. It would have been, uh, it's his birthday today. You know, a lot of people look back on it and think that that was like creepy and stuff. I, I he's just, just a good guy. He's just a good guy, man. And a lot of positive out of that show. You know, call it as cheesy or corny as you want. We all made fun of his sweater. We made fun of the fact that he came in and changed his shoes and... But uh, call it, it is what it is, but it would have been his birthday today. He was born in 1928. His show went from 1968 to 2001, and then he ended up uh, passing away in 2003. So it's been uh, uh, 20 years since he passed away, right? My neighbor. Hi, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. Mr. McFeely. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> You're the Mr. McFeely of our show. <laughs> now, what character would you be? You're the one. You're the one that had the red nose. Uh, I I want to make you the one that had the red nose. And you wonder why this must have been an alcoholic person. They had the alcohol <laughs> red nose. That lady that had the alcohol red nose. But uh, anyway. So you uh, were, was it Lady Elaine Fairchild? Is that what it was? I yeah, I think so. Well, I think maybe you. Yeah. Anyway, so um, you were mentioning here just off the other. Speaking of uh, a few years ago, the earthquake. Yeah, it was three years ago on Saturday that we were on the air live, and the earthquake happened. And uh, foolishly, we did not take cover. We just nah. said we're gonna we're right here. We'll take some calls and see what's going on. Hey, we're taking one for the team. Yeah. Absolutely. We that was we could have perished, but yeah, we didn't. That was what my thought was like, no, Dave, you st- it look, if this building goes down, you go down with it. If you go down, we're going down too. And so we uh we sat there and frantically reported everything that was happening. Um all of the uh, shaking and stuff like that. Now, that big boom in Draper, I did have Mexican food over the weekend. So if you did hear about that big boom in Draper, yeah, what happened? Uh, nobody knows. Nobody seriously knows. They have seri- They've gone out. They have searched it. They have looked high and low. They cannot find anything going on with this thing. It, and they, they even showed some footage off of a ring doorbell where you saw this big flash of uh, light. Uh, and then, the, of course, because of the distance, uh, it was taken from the west up to the east. Um and it was just right over there, that point of the mountain area, kind of where they hang glide, sort of. And it just, you could see. And nobody knows. I thought some hiker found some apparatus or something that looked like it could have been uh, a... Like a mecha meteor or something that yeah, exploded or, or something or like some, that. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Um, and it was at 1 a.m., in case you were wondering, 1 a.m. about you wake Saturday morning, I did not. So that, number one, is a miracle that I was, that must have been the two hours I was sleeping over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, 
Uh, how many of us, uh, bless your little hearts, your parents, you people that you uh, you go ahead and you have your kid maybe sometimes bring in breakfast in bed for your birthday, maybe for some special occasion, or maybe it's just their way of saying, hey, I love you, let me do this for you, and you you choke down every bite, even though it might not have been the best, right? Well, a new poll asked moms about their kids' first creations in the kitchen. 46% of moms said they've had their kids cook them an unappetizing surprise meal. <laughs> About half those moms say they felt like they had to eat the concoction, and so they did. Maybe something like Buddy's Spaghetti from Elf. Right. A little mixture, a concoction yeah. of everything. Now, about half of the people, 49%, say that they pretended to eat something that their kid made, uh, maybe using the same tricks that their kids use, like kind of spitting it back out into a napkin or giving it to the dog. For better or worse, 82% of us say their kid took this as a sign for them to make food for them more often. But that's better than the alternative. 24% of moms admit they've upset their kid by oh, just saying no don't do to the that. food. No, don't do that. No. But can you believe that percentage, though, a fourth? Yeah, they're just going to be a fourth of moms. No, just thanks, be, but no thanks. Oh, my gosh. That would, be, that, that would be devastating as a kid. Just take it and do what you want with it, but... All right, uh, today, first day of spring, are you over the cold? Yes. Seems like when it comes to the old cold weather, we have sort of a limit here. And the new survey by Juergens found that 52% of women say that they can only put up with it for about seven weeks of wintry weather before they need to go uh, somewhere warm. Majority Uh, of the women surveyed said they're looking forward to temps in the mid-60s by the start of spring which today it's supposed to be a high of 47. Yeah. Uh, 30% saying they wanted the temps to be at least 70 degrees by the start of spring. Well, put well, wish in one hand and <laughs> want, the other. want the other. See what you get. Yeah, there you go. We uh, have Battle of the Sexes here towards the bottom of the hour. We're going to throw out some more cool prizes that we always have in store for you. Uh, plus, we're going to be talking about uh, some of the latest things that uh, that's good for kids in their development, in case you're wondering. And in case you're wondering, uh, Deb and I ended up in radio because our development was definitely behind. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll be right back. Justin Moore and Priscilla Block together on that one. And you, me, and whiskey and spring. Oh, it's springtime. Yes, it's springtime. It's a spring and birdies want to sing. Stop playing with your thing time. <laughs> oh, the birds are chirping. The buds are popping on the trees. It's springtime. Springtime, it's a spring by a wedding ring and yoga pants will cling time. Oh, it's springtime, yes, it's springtime, it's a spring, have a little fling after Martin Luther King time. Hey, the bees are buzzing, the flowers smell like perfume. The stretch pad camel toes at Walmart all are in bloom. 
stand back and give them some room. Oh, it's springtime. Springtime is here. And we are 10 to 15 degrees below our normal high this time of year with spring upon us. Happy At least it's springtime. It's got to come eventually, it right? Will. It will. Happy first day of, officially, first day of spring uh, today. Got a little, uh, you ready for a little quiz? Sure. little brain twe- uh, teaser. Okay. When you Show have, how dumb I am? No. Yeah, go for it, Dave. Well, I know. When you have $400. Okay. Your daughter texts. She needs $200. Okay. And then your son texts. And he needs 150. Okay. How, how much do you have left? I still have $400. I'm not giving it to him. Is that the trick question? Kind of. Oh. But that's not the, uh, that's, I mean, that's the rude answer. <laughs> oh, well, I'd have $50 then if I helped them both out, right? Right. Now, it couldn't be that easy, right? Now, why are you not helping them, first of all? Well, I would. You know I would. I know. I don't know. I just thought it was a trick question. What kind of is? Okay, what's the answer? Well, I'm leaving that up to our listener. Do you know what the answer is, listener? Uh, call us. Uh, all, all one of you. 801-570-5767. Or safely text as well, eight, uh, same number, and see if you have the answer to the quiz. Here it is again, okay? When you have $400... And uh, your daughter texts, she needs 200 Your okay. son then texts, and he needs 150 How much do you have left? You said you still have 400 bucks because you're just not giving him anything. Right. I thought that was the correct answer. No. Is there, is there a definitive answer that you're looking for? Kind of. Oh, Dave. It- <laughs> <laughs> you're killing me. What's uh, the answer? I told you it does go kind of along the lines of what you said. Does anybody have it yet? Uh, has anybody uh, has anybody chimed in uh, yet? Somebody says I'm with Deb. Just don't give it to him. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any phones ringing. I guess. Uh, um, I could just give you the answer. I guess. Uh, I have just four. I have, so Ryan Moore says I have four hundred and two unread texts. There it is, right there. That's it. That's it. But what was the question? Um, how much do you have left? Oh, and he says, uh, and the the quiz, the answer is, I still have four hundred dollars and two unread messages. Oh, four hundred dollars and two unread texts. Uh, Natalie Dance, uh, I'm with Deb. Four hundred dollars and a dead cell phone battery. Four hundred dollars and two unread text messages. Two unread. I, what if you read them? You read them and you still have four hundred dollars. Then you're just rude. Four hundred dollars because you haven't just, given it to them yet. Yeah, that's what you said. Depends on what they need it for okay okay all right it was uh it's kind of a stupid little silly thing but um but that's pretty much what we do in the morning (laughs) it's time to battle it out we're giving away some prizes now 
the game that pits man against woman. It's Battle of the Sexes with Dave and Deb. 570-5767. 570-5767. Dave and Deb, Innate Blather. Monday <laughs> through Friday. Innate? Innate. Uh, I don't know why it's I keep getting that. Too. Innate, you know, means, means natural. Nothing. Yeah, no, innate. But then inane, inane just means stupid, silly. Stupid. All right, we've got tickets to the WWE Road to WrestleMania this Saturday night in our suite in the Maverick Center. Morning. Who is this? Kyle. All right, Kyle, you ready? Yes. Okay. All right, we'll find you a girl. Hold on a sec. All right, are you wanting to go to this WWE thing? Are you a female? Hello? Too late. Morning, the Z. What's your name? Hello? Oh, for hell's sake. Morning, the Z. What's your name? Oh, my. <coughs> Sorry. I <coughs> got myself all uh, upset. Hi, uh, we got Kyle on one line. Are you a female? Oh, I give up. Unfreaking believable. This is good radio right here. Morning, the Z. Nobody wants to play against you, Kyle. We might just give you uh, the, the prize. Is this right. a female on the line? Yeah. What's your name? Melissa. Melissa. She, Melissa, you don't sound very excited. I know she sounds hesitantly. <laughs> I'm just driving. <laughs> so, so what? I'm just driving and need okay. to focus a little bit. That's okay. Do that first. Ten in the morning. So. Yeah. All right. Do that first. Safety first. All right, Melissa. We're going to go first. Okay. Yeah. However, okay. right now we're going to focus on the contest. <laughs> uh, what is Captain Marvel's civilian name? Carol Danvers, Stephen Rogers, or Clark Kent? You said what is Captain Marvel's name? Yes. Steven Rogers. Yes. No, it's not. Oh. Uh. Uh. Well, that is weird. <laughs> uh, are you going to Google it? Yes. Have we, we might have the wrong answer here. It's Carol Danvers. Yeah. That's Played the right by, answer. Played by Brie Larson. You well, that's to, weird. When women cheat, we all cheat. <laughs> What's up with no, that? It's Carol Danvers. I totally read that wrong. Sorry. All right. Oh, Captain Marvel. Not all right. That's cool. Not Captain it's America. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when one woman speaks, we all try to believe them. <laughs> all right, Kyle. Here's your question. Taylor Swift's tour has officially kicked off. What's the tour called? Is it the Red Tour, the Eras Tour, or the 1987 Tour? Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, Melissa, I'll try not to screw this one up for you. At the end of the first round of March Madness, how many teams were left? 32, 64, or 72? I'm going to go with the second one. It's the first one, 32. Damn it. Kyle, here's your question. Kylie Jenner just renamed her son Air. What was the name given to him after birth? Was it Sky, Bear, or Wolf? Uh, no idea, but I'm going to guess Wolf. I know that one. Yeah, it was. It was Wolf, and, they, and it's Air with A-I-R-E. All right, that means Kyle's our winner, but Melissa, just for fun, how many rings are in the Audi car logo? Three, four, or five? Oh, let's, we'll go with five, I guess. Four. <laughs> Four yeah. But you're consistent. 
Hey, I, speaking of those little uh, emblems, can you guys help me out too, um, Kyle and Melissa and Deb? I was coming out of a business the other day, and I looked at this SUV, and I don't know why it kind of caught my eye. I looked at the front of the SUV, and it had a Mercedes. It's an, it, it, you know, it okay. was a Mercedes uh-huh. logo, and yeah. I didn't give it much thought. All right. And as I walked through the, I don't know why, but I looked back at the back side of the car, and it was a Nissan Armada. Armada. Oh, somebody's just put a Mercedes they, emblem on their Nissan on the Armada. Front. Now, is there anything illegal about that? Do you know? Can you put whatever emblem you want on a car? Well, I have to talk to my husband. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know either. And I was thinking about that, and I thought, oh, my gosh, uh, my Volkswagen emblem. Says it is not illegal, but prepare to be mocked loudly and often by people blessed with the gift of sight. Yeah, it's like one of those car truck things. It says yeah. few people will mistake a Toyota Corolla for a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. However, however, some of these SUVs they start looking the same, right? I mean, my yeah, they do. Uh, my Cross Sport looks an awful lot like an Audi uh, SUV as well. I mean, not that I ever want to change that because I'm proud of my Volkswagen emblem. Um, because I don't want to, or, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. It's just that if I ever wanted to be an a-hole, I could change that. I actually, I wouldn't even need to do anything. Yeah. You don't need, you don't need a badge. You don't need a car badge. You're good. Okay. Kyle, here's your final question, even though you won, but just for the fun of it. Okay. Which of these wines would be the sweetest? Is it a Riesling? A Malbec, Malbec or a Pinot, Pinot, how do you say that again? Pinot Gris. Pinot Gris. Uh, let's go with the last one. No, it's the first one. It was the Riesling. Um, I'll have to try that one. Try yeah. that one, uh, Melissa. <laughs> See? What's your What's your wine of choice as of now? A uh, cheap wine. Cheap wine. <laughs> Two buck chuck. <laughs> you, do you buy it in the box? <laughs> is, is it a box kind? Isn't that like the cheap wine? Well, that's that's usually the cheap wine, but I usually get the um, Riscato. And why now? Why is it because it's like six or seven bucks a bottle or something? Yeah, if you if you just buy it in the liquor store, Olive Garden, it's like forty bucks a bottle. But you know, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. Now, do you feel like uh, do you feel like that wine um, gets you a little more buzzed or in a different way than other? alcoholic drinks wine usually makes me a little bit more calm and happy i guess oh, okay oh, just kind of chills, <laughs> you chills out a little you bit out. yeah it's it's yeah, like the it's liquid hard to chill me out though so i don't know <laughs> so like liquid prozac <laughs> i can't answer that one i don't know oh, okay i don't know all right <laughs> uh, i'm just kidding <laughs> I think you might Maybe. have had a little. Are you sure you haven't been in- this morning? <laughs> it sounds like you've already been into it a little bit here this morning. Oh no, this is this is me on the. Oh, well, good for you. Fine. You just sound like a happy little person. All right, Kyle, you're the winner. You ended up uh, scoring on these uh, tickets, and you're good to go, man. Sweet. Yeah, hold on a sec. We'll get these to you. Are you a big wrestling fan? Um. Yeah. Heck All right. Yeah. Okay, cool. WWE, Saturday night. you got tickets. We've got more of those to give away all week long. Uh, together, what favorite radio station do y'all listen to? Z104. Tuned in to our morning On the Z. Yeah.
Hey, how young is it too young to have a cell phone? We've had these discussions. Oh, man. I don't know, because if you say 12, then you offend everybody that has them when they're eight. What about four? Four, yes. Four is too young. I'm, I'm going to say that. Um, what about those watches? Uh, you know, those uh, those kids' watches, like the gizmos or whatever they call them. The they, Gab? Uh, and they have, yeah, well, uh, T-Mobile has their own version, too. Oh, gotcha. But, you know, uh, I'm... I mean... I think okay, kids can have a, but they they should not have access to social media or email or text. Limited. I mean, text they should because mom and dad, uh, or phone, so you can find your kid. Your kid can find you, but I don't think they should have access to anything else. This little email came in here. It says my four year old granddaughter got a new cell phone yesterday. It was one of those life milestones. Texting back and forth with my granddaughter. Uh, I know the majority of you aren't uh, grandparents yet, maybe in this, uh, that might be listening or maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, the, you know, the, uh, I don't know. It's just one of those things is four too young. That's, I wouldn't even, uh, man, that is just weird. Because if it's got the texting feature, I guess that's okay because if they don't have access to the social media, right? I don't know. Or do you it's think one of they're... this generation's hard questions, you know? Or do you think it's one of those things now that will preoccupy them to the point where they won't be well balanced? Well, not if they can just talk or, t- I mean, call or text. I mean, they shouldn't be but doing, that... Uh, th- that should be. But then they're buried in their phone, still doing stuff like that, you know? But ca- calling or texting, are they going to do that much if they can't? I guess after a while it would probably, you can only do so much, I right? I can see him getting on and playing a game all the time. Yeah. Uh, and again, is there a hard age, too? And can they can they spell very well? I mean, I guess you don't need to spell to, get, probably, on the, to get on the phone. Yeah. Um. But is there a hard age? Nobody ever it really comes out. Every time no, we throw these, there's no, not a hard I really, age. I really think it depends on the kid. Yeah. If your kid is pretty mature and, you know, I mean, maybe they're the oldest in the family. They always tend to be the ones that seem to have it together because we make the most mistakes on our, <laughs> <laughs> on our first one. But, you know, they're, especially if they've got younger siblings, they're just sort of forced into that position. Are you the oldest? Yeah, in my dad's second batch of kids, I, I am. Do you feel that way? Have you felt like you had a little bit more responsibility yeah. on mm-hmm. your shoulders? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, somebody says, my grandson is eight. He has one of the watches. It's because him and his little brother, who is six, walk to school so their mom can check on them and make sure they arrive safe, but he has no access to the internet. I think that's a great thing. Yeah. To me, I just think this is a safety issue in today's world, and it's... Uh, it, now, on the other side of it, I have uh, some family that have a couple of little uh, watches, and they're losing them, they're breaking them. They're yeah, that's the other thing you got at that age. They're yeah, out playing it around. It's a hardship for mom and dad if they lose them, because then you, yeah, uh, you have to find another way to keep track of your kid if yeah. they're walking to school or whatever. Right. Now. We didn't have them walking to school, but it's a different world than it was back then. Oh, it's too bad, too. 
Uh, my daughter didn't get a phone till we moved back to Utah. She had a stalker following her to school. She just turned 13 and she walks to school. Oh, that's so nice. she has a phone. Oh, that's nice. Welcome yeah, to Utah. Right? Wow. We're on our way back. It's 944. Happy Monday. Happy first day of spring. You popping boba, Dave? That's right. Hey, well, uh, you've got a lot of uh, things popping here with the Jimmer Show coming up. Yep, six hundred and twenty-four bucks with the mystery sound at ten fifty. Go to the website, check out all the guesses, uh, see the uh, clues, and listen to the sound. And if you can figure out what it is in your caller Z at ten fifty, you're going to win six hundred and twenty-four dollars. Now, uh, Dirk Bentley, we got a ticket tag running all this week. First winner was at 8 o'clock this morning, and if you know the winner's name, then you'll be able to play at uh, 10 o'clock. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't play. You can play at 10 o'clock, but uh, you'll need to know the previous winner's name, and that's how Ticket Tag works, and so on and so forth. However, we're doing it four times a day, so you have a good chance of winning these tickets for you all week long, 8, 10, 2, and 4. And again, like if you just miss one of the winner's name, just tune in to the next uh, time. Listen to the name and then play on the next go-around. It's really fun, and it's going to be a great show. And that one is uh, coming up here on August 11th, which, before you know it, will be here. Come cruising with us. We're doing a seven-night, eight-day Mexican Riviera cruise with Morris Columbus Travel and Carnival Cruise Lines on board the beautiful Panorama. You can book your cruise now, or you can enter to win the cruise or do both on our website at Z104Country.com. I'll be on the deck in my Speedo, and Deb will be at the buffet. Dave, don't make people not want to come. <laughs> you don't even have to associate with us. But, man, it should be a lot of fun. And, and aren't we all about ready for a little bit of sunshine and R&R, right? Yes. October 21st, mark it on your calendar. Book your cruise today at Morris Columbus Travel. Tuesday, it is the fourth best day of the week already. As we will be back tomorrow morning. But tune in anyway. So this is it. This is the end. I hope you and your companion had a good time listening. And hey, if things went really well, do me a favor and name the baby Ron. Ciao! Heaven, my baby. Oh, Dave. What a lovely Dave. way. <laughs>